Hello everyone, it's Javier Rios from the Gamers, and I'm with my good friend and co-host, uh, Mr. Rick Meist. <laughs> Sorry to throw you into the wolves right there, but I had to try something new. So anyway, so I know it's been a little while, but you know, I know we've been pretty busy, but what games have you been playing today? Uh, I've been playing, and it's not PlayStation, but I have actually started streaming on my Twitch, the Breath of the Wild. I restarted my my file. Apparently, you can't have two save files what? for the same Breath of the Wild game. Yeah. So I had finished it when it first came out, and then I just got this itch to want to play it again and play it through one more time. Since rumor has it, I think Breath of the Wild 2 should be out later on this year or early next year. But that's oh. what I've been doing, playing Breath of the Wild. I had to restart it. It broke my heart when it... Did you beat the game or when I when it first came out, yeah, I beat the game. Okay. So now I like and I had all the shrines and all that stuff. Now I had to erase everything so I can start the game over because you can't do two separate profile saves. But I guess you could now that I think about it. I would have made like a dummy profile. Great. Now I too late now. Well wait, you need the first one anyway. We can go back and re answer and, and find more different like uh activities, right? Like kinda like side missions. Yeah, I think I had most of the side quests done, but it's right now since it's been so long since I've actually played it from the first time through. It's uh, it's like I'm playing it for the first time again. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? This isn't too bad. So, and I never got the ex- expansions for it, so I plan to buy that too to get that done. And then I plan to play the um, Hyrule Warrior ones. That's supposed to be like a prequel to what happened before that. Oh really? And then hopefully Breath of the Wild two will be out by then. But and then on top of that, also not PlayStation. My bad. Uh, I did buy that Ring Fit game just because on a whim. Is it the the, 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 the adapter that little yeah, wheel fit? Oh, that really? wheel thing. Yeah, it's actually pretty fun, and it, like it has a it's fun one, and like it actually makes you work out. Like, yeah. It's 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 interesting how it gets it done. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not like I'm going to have, like, bodybuilder muscles, but, like, <laughs> I could see how it would definitely promote a healthier, yeah, uh, more exercise kind of lifestyle. And it's it's fun while you're, like, I'm. it doesn't feel like you're, you're playing a video game and it doesn't feel like you're exercising. I mean, it does feel like you're exercising because I hate sit-ups, but... <laughs> But that's that's what I've been up to since our last stream. PlayStation Five wise, though, I've been just watching like Netflix, Hulu. I haven't really found anything that I'm gonna play play yet. I think I'm still waiting for the a true next gen game that's gonna have me locked in, like committed to it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I did play Sackboy for a while and I never finished it. Like story of my life. Now it's just like I'll finish it eventually. But next gen stuff that actually is going to have me sit down. It's probably not going to be till the Horizon game comes out. That's the one I'm really excited about. That probably won't be until next year. Yeah, so. a lot of those games. Like I know we can get into this later, but I, I know God of War. Like everyone was like upset about the release for this year, but you have to be realistic. I mean, for a game like that to come out, I think it's. I'd rather wait. I'd rather wait. I mean, what? There's not a lot of people right now. They still can't get a PS5. They're still having issues on that, you know, and they can't produce enough. And I, I heard that it's only going to be played on the PS5. Mm-hmm. So why not have it until next year? You know, hopefully by that time, towards the end of the year, you know, they'll be available in stores. I've, I mean, I've seen screenshots of some stores like Target uh, get uh, some actually on like the 25th shelves. of March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 25th of March, supposedly at some Target. They're going to get, like, I think 15 or 20 PS5s. You know what? I heard about that, too. I think I I saw one of the guys. I forget his name, but he's always tweeting about, like, availability of products. Yeah, I forgot Uh, his name. He always wears, like, a bandana. Yeah. Um, I forgot his name. I forgot. Man, I've seen a few of his videos. Mm -hmm. He's kind of, like, he's kind of cool. Like, Mm -hmm. he has good energy. Uh, that Wario sixty four guy, I don't know who he is. But I like his look. Like yeah, his that's another one too. Yeah, I, yeah, that guy's pretty cool. <laughs> but every time I get his news, it's like it's always late. <laughs> I think it's a Twitter so, setting too, because sometimes it, for me, for a while, it's like, hey, this just went live. It was from one of his tweets, and it was like from two hours ago. And I'm like, yeah, what is wrong with you, Twitter? Why didn't you let me know <laughs> when it came out? And I'm subscribed and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So are you referring to getting waiting to get the PlayStation 5 till next year or waiting to actually get a next-gen game? So 
until next year for your I'm good. Year. I'm good right now for what we're what we're getting for the rest of the year for, for what I'm saying, like Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 8. Um that there's probably gonna be a few remasters here and there, free upgrades, like for Avengers and <clears throat> and of course other games too. I know they're gonna do an update for Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I don't think it's available yet, but they're talking about it for the PS5. Whatever goes on special, because you you're really good on knowing like when the sales and everything well, are either digitally or whatnot. What's well, pretty know. just the upgrade alone, because I know they had an upgrade for God of War about a month ago, and people loved it. And then same thing with Ghost of Tsushima, they did also a free upgrade recently, and it's a 4K 60 frames. So like. So Horizon is different, you know, I mean, because it's, it's an older game and also it's a huge world. And I never did finish the, the Wildlands either at all, actually. I never even started it. <laughs> so I never bought the DLC and I bought the complete edition, but I never really installed the complete edition because I just always been distracted with other stuff. But that's but, the expansion for it, right? The... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Wildlands. And uh, I don't think I ever did that one. I think you know what, correct myself. I did, I did install it, I played it, and I got my ass kicked by some turtle, <laughs> big old turtles. So, like, after that, I'm just like, you know, I'm just gonna chill because the mechanics wise, I know it's a lot, especially with like when you're choosing weapons and, and devices to, to craft. Man, it's like if you that was one of the games I was really bad about because that DLC didn't come out until almost like a year, almost about a year later. Yeah. And people were already done with the game. And so, like, when they get back in, it took a few hours to really jump back in and get the feel of the character again, the mechanics. Because I don't know, for a while there, especially that circle wheel, the the weapon wheel, it was annoying. Just like Days Gone. Once you get it down, though, it... Yeah, but sometimes you, when you're running, you're like, oh, I mean, you're like, you're like thumbling through the analog, and all of a sudden you're overlapping it by accident. You go, no, I didn't want that arrow. God dang it. No, why did I do that? But that just happens. But that's just me. Maybe it's just like, I got MS or something. <laughs> I have no idea. I have this thing with my <laughs> with my fingers. Yeah. Where like it does a double tap when I'm not in, trying to do a double tap yeah, on yeah. like either a screen or whatever. And uh leads to a lot of unintentional likes on people's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trigger. know if it's something like yeah, it's like a trigger thing or I don't know what it is, but like sometimes I'm scrolling and I'm like, I'll tap something and then my finger does this thing. Your sausage finger. Yeah, I'm like, like what the heck? <laughs> I didn't mean to like that picture from 1999 or whatever. <laughs> no, but my mine is when I rest my trigger fingers mm. on the on the PS, especially the PS4 controller. Yes, yeah, because I remember. I think it has to be the the right one because the left one somehow it rests perfectly on the trigger where it doesn't even press it. This one actually hits it. So like there's times where I, I actually shoot arrows or, or shoot people by accident. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm just like, damn it. <laughs> And I think the one that corrected it that helped me a lot was the uh, was the Astro controller that I have now. Uh-huh. Um, that one, the triggers are a little, a little, a little harsh, so like, you kind of have to like really press on it. And that and that's what I like about it. Say by ass several times, <laughs> but yeah, I have this weird, weird, goofy thing with my my right corner finger, <laughs> my strong finger. <laughs> that's my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> so for me. I have been regressing. I've been playing mostly Madden. I have, I, it's in the Super Bowl is over, you know, Sunday's come, and I've been free agency's hitting, and you're like, oh, I want to create a season so I can have my own team again. And, and I started doing that, and I make up my own coach, and you're playing, and then you get to the Super Bowl and you win it, and you're like, I, like, and I'm like, wait a minute, what did I just do? I just wasted like another 15 hours of my life. For this one season I created, <laughs> I was like, "This fifteen hours could have gone to towards Spider-Man Morales, or could have gone to other games." But like, I feel like my, right now my life where I'm at, where I just need something short and necessary, where I feel satisfied because, like, not like sex, but I'm just like, you know. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Anyway, I, I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, that is a necessity, though. But the thing is, for open world games, like you kind of want to settle in. And have like at least three to four hours to really fill the game, and not just like in spurts, you know, like throughout the day. Like you kind of want to have that freedom of knowing that hey, these next four hours is dedicated to this or, or whatever. Not even four hours; it could be like three hours. But you don't have to think about time. And and when I think about time, it's like okay, I can't do Valhalla today, or I I can't play on. Go to Shishima or, or Death Stranding or any of those because I know 
once you get into a mission, there's another one. And after that, there's some like other stuff you need to do and mm-hmm. achieve. And it's just like it's always endless. So I, I know when I play Madden, I play offense only. So like each game is a each game is like eight to twelve minutes long and I'm done. I do I play two or three games, I turn on the system, okay, I feel good. But when it gets to like other games, it's just like ugh. like I I was playing that village, the demo. Uh, what's it called? It's called uh, Maiden. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, I love that demo. I haven't, I haven't completed it yet, but I restarted it. <laughs> I don't think you can save it. You just, it's just a playthrough. I think it just plays right through. Yeah, because I restarted it. Well, it just, it just started from the beginning, and I enjoyed it. I love it, man. Like I just love the whole ambiance, the graphics, the way they even like the interaction with like some items you can do, like mm-hmm. like the chains. Like you walk into the chain, and the chain moves around and stuff. <laughs> uh, even like some stuff on the tables this is really brilliant like it kind of gave me that pt vibes a little bit you know pt the the demo is still we still talk about it to this day the star of the hills demo from konami it was from oh, back in 2000 that, yeah that, 2014 ago, yeah. it was back in 2014 i think you I told me about it didn't they like remove it for a while or something or? well the uh back in i think it was back in 15 or 16 it might have been 16 they pulled it off the servers, the PlayStation server. So if you didn't have it on your PS4 hard drive, then you're shit out of luck. Um, even though you have it in your library, but luckily when I got my when I got the when I gave my wife the uh, my PS4 Pro, I got another PS4 Pro for myself. <clears throat> and so uh, when I was playing, I really wanted to play PT again. I found this little backdoor thing where you get a proxy server. And then you're able to get your system back from there. Mm-hmm. And so I did that and I was able to get it. And <laughs> a lot of my friends were, I want to do it, but they never do because it, it doesn't take a long time. It's just really simple. It's really easy to do. And now it's on my hard drive. I'm never selling it because I'm not playing it until <laughs> I'm told I'm happy. But, and there's another game that, that's out there, but it's just like PT. I forgot what it was called. Oh, man. It, it was on PC and now it's on PlayStation. I think it, it just feel, it has that same PT vibes. And they do a really good job of it. They have that on sale too. It's, it's an indie game, but but yeah, just for me right now, it's just demos and Madden. I deleted Madden too, so I'm, <laughs> I'm done. No more Madden. I ha- I have it digitally. So for Madden 21, so I'm just done. I'm, and there's so many glitches in that game still, so they're never gonna fix it. And I heard they're gonna they're gonna update the the new Madden 22. There's gonna be more more stuff you can do in the mm-hmm. season. I'm gonna fall for it again. I'm gonna get it. It's just roster updates. That's no, it's all not. It is. No, it's not. <laughs> they, they do. They do add stuff. They do. Fifty nine. they delete stuff too. And then, and then it causes the glitch. A lot of glitches in the game. It's ridiculous. And not even just gameplay glitches. Like glitches in the season. Like, like when you when you sign people mm-hmm. and their stats are different. Or sometimes when you're trading people, it messes up your your team stats. I'm all about stats. I love stats. And so I'll notice some stuff, some stuff happening, you know, in my team team roster. I do that, but yeah, I'm done with Madden. I'm done until September. <laughs> Madden 22. I don't, hopefully, hopefully it's not Tom Brady on the cover. I don't want them to jinx. Actually, when Isn't he was usually on the, the person that wins the Super Bowl, the quarterback winning quarterback Super Bowl, all the person? time, not all the time. Like this year was uh, Lamar Jackson, and he's a great player. He was MVP last year. And then before that, it was uh, Mahomes, but he was an MVP the previous year. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> but he, but he, he actually broke the mold because he won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. Um, because the year before that, it was Antonio Brown. He didn't do anything. And then the year before that, on eighteen, it was Brady. And Brady actually, he went to the Super Bowl that year and mm-hmm. he lost to the Eagles. Lost to the Eagles. Yes. But yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I have both versions too because like I don't know why Madden did it, but they had they had the deluxe version and then they had the regular version. The regular version, he's just standing there. The deluxe version, he's like screaming, mm-hmm. like you know, like let's go, like he does that. Yeah. I had to get it. I had to get it. Your man crush. <laughs> Somewhat, but mostly it's yeah, it's with good reason, I think. Yeah. Regardless of what people think about him, I think he's awesome. But yeah, I'm. I'm. What I really want to do is uh, my next game. I really want to play is the. Uh, I want to finish Spider Man, the end of this month, and uh, next month I want to play Morales, and that's messed up because I've had I've had this game for like 
don't know, December. Mm-hmm. And I haven't touched Morales yet. I've done mostly just Spider-Man. But Madden is just... Just absorbs me. <laughs> it's it's because it's just easy. It's it's one or two games. You're done, and, and you're out. You, know, you feel like you completed something, and you're you're done. You're good. But See, I spend a lot of my time when I'm trying to decide what I'm going to play or going to do. Is well, if I do this, I I I overthink it, and so by the time I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I've spent like an hour and a half thinking about what I'm going to do, and then I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> That's my problem. With my with my mind, it's just yeah. I can't decide because I I overthink it. Well, if I play this game, I'm gonna at least have to invest this much time. Yeah. And then if I play this other game, it's not gonna be long enough, and I'm gonna be wanting to play something else. So I'll start something else and make it even longer. So it's just like all this over analytical stuff in my mind. And then by the time I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll do this, my <laughs> time is gone. You know. Yeah. Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima. I would love to finish the game. The end of next year. That's my goal. The end of next year is to finish all the PlayStation exclusives because those are the only two. Oh, and Uncharted Four. I don't know why I cannot power through Uncharted. It's so freaking dull. It's just dull <laughs> to me. It's. A, I think after playing the first two, I like. I felt very uh, satisfied, and the third one, I just felt like it was D- DLC to Part Two, and it wasn't that interesting. It just really wasn't. I never finished it. I went straight to four, and then. I'm not stuck in it. I'm not, but it's just I just don't feel like completing it. I don't know. And I, and I, think, I think it's interesting those, those games, <clears throat> but the, the whole climbing dynamic and fixed cameras and all that stuff—it's just it's annoying. <laughs> I only played about maybe three or four hours of the very first Uncharted, mm-hmm. and it was on the PS4 probably like three or four years ago when it was like on special for like the one two and three bundle Mm -hmm. it was like five bucks or something and i played through like about three hours of the first one and i don't know i i've always been interested in playing it but to get the story because it seems like an interesting story Mm -hmm. plus nathan drake for me (laughs) just kind of does it (laughs) man i'm serious the first two the first two encounters are just freaking top notch like if they may if they can and if they can collaborate that into movies, but do it right. Because I, I know later on we're going to talk about the PlayStation Studios production they want to do. But just like, just for to keep this really simple, but I, they need to keep it right because part two, the storyline for part two is just masterpiece. I, I like After that, that's why I couldn't finish three because it's just, I felt unsatisfied. I felt like it was just weird. Like it was one of those DC movies, like the <laughs> editing was just so horrible. Like what about the, what? The, it's like I don't. The story just didn't, just wasn't didn't grab me. Nah, nah. But it is. It is what it is. So, but like another thing is like now I love the PSVR. All right, I love it, but not enough where I'm still kind of like a casual fan of it, and it's still becoming like a niche. It's still a niche. Not as bad as the Connect. I think the Connect. The Connect was super niche. Yeah, for sure. And it was for games wise, yes. Mm-hmm. Now for media, it kind of was kind of cool, you know, especially with the hand gestures and stuff. But I still think it was unnecessary. It was a a, a risk, a dabble for Xbox or Microsoft, and I think it's kind of. I mean, they could have probably done more. They probably could have gone into the VR stuff, and I'm surprised they haven't yet. Maybe they will eventually. Who knows? But um. It's kind of sad to see where it's just like they were really pushing the Kinect where even when the Xbox One came out, it's like mm-hmm. you have to have the Kinect bundled in or whatever for certain things to work. And uh, and then all of a sudden, it's just like it's like we slipped into a different dimension where like Kinect was never invented, but all the accessories and cameras are still around at stores and Microsoft is just like forgotten about it. They're like, you know what? We're done. I think they wanted to cut their losses mm-hmm. with that because the first six months when they were releasing the Xbox One with the Connect, they were getting a lot of backlash. People were shitting on them and they were saying this is not right. So and they were losing people left and right. PlayStation mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, we're a hundred dollars cheaper, but you know you still can get the camera if you want, you know. And the camera was only like fifty bucks. It wasn't a hundred. Yeah, it was hundred. It was fifty. But I mean, it's very minimal. Like I felt like the Connect was pretty powerful. That, that's what was happening. The Connect was taking a lot of power away from the system. 
and they felt like they looked at analytics and they're saying, okay, people aren't buying Connect games to play on the Connect at all. Even the games that do have Connect uh, available availability, people aren't really playing that that part, you know. And I think that's why they said, you know what? Let's make this as an accessory, not something that you have to have. And then they just start seeing the writings in the wall and they're saying, you know what, VR is not here yet. And then it took PlayStation, what, another few years? Like, what, what came out with 16 or? I think it's about VR, 16. It was VR. 2016. Yeah, so they kind of learned a little bit from the Kinect and they try to make the VR more a little, a little more compatible with the games and stuff and, you know, slowly get people into it. But I still think it's not 100% popular because people have already spent 400 bucks on a device. Like, they don't want yeah. to spend another 300 on another device. So. Plus, it's just... Um, my thing, my issue was, like, I love the VR. Like, the PSVR. It's yeah. got a lot of good games, a lot of good content on there. But the thing that makes it awkward for me is that you have this... When it for, the VR first came out, it's this... At the time, was a current-gen headset. Mm-hmm. But you were using last gen's peripherals. Yes. So that was fresh. yeah. It was like that. That really like when it translates over into the game, it wasn't like this. It took you out of the immersion having to use those last gen controllers. So it's that's where I really struggle a lot. When I'm like, dude, I love this game, but like I'm struggling with with my freaking controllers to try to be inside there because. I'm constantly like trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, with these, mm-hmm. with these things in my hand. And granted, it's still an amazing thing they did with the head, the PSVR headset, being able to work with the old peripherals, you know. But shoot, it's just, I think that's what's that's where the hindrance is. It's like they come up with this current gen headset, but like it was like a 1.5 headset. And then, but we forgot the peripheral. So here, let's just use these for right now. And then now it's kind of like a, they're like a half step behind. Like it's headset and then peripherals and mm-hmm. headset. So it's like something's always going to be behind. It's behind one of the one of the components of VR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's going to be the headset if they come up with a headset or if it's going to be the controllers. Because, I mean, as we all heard, the new PSVR controllers have been announced. Yeah. But where's the new PSVR heads? Well, that won't come out until 22, they've already mm-hmm. said. Yeah. So we probably won't see probably won't see it again until late this year or early next spring. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably have a state of play dedicated for that. But yeah. it's probably going to be very short because I've been looking at their track record, especially with the PS5. They only give you a little, little bit at a time. So, and the thing is this, is that Yes, it's pretty cool that they're coming out with a new PSVR. And I know people were harping about that. Like, it's just funny how today's generation is or just how we are so entitled. Like, okay, we they just barely announced PS5. Now where's the PSVR? It's like, okay, let them breathe. Like, let, let it all... Like, especially with the games now, people will not let people breathe. Like, just accept that the system, you know, just let it, let it run its course. Because you already know, like, when the PS4 came out, the very first year, there wasn't a lot of PlayStation exclusives. It was mm-hmm. like Second Son, uh, maybe forgot. It was very forgettable. A lot of them were forgettable games. And then the following year, you got the Order of 1886, and then you got um, Bloodborne, and then you you started getting those bigger title games down mm-hmm. the road. And then Horizon Zero Dawn, and the Vice Versa Nier Automata, like all those games. Like and then you got all these time exclusives. That's taking a while. Like let let let's let the season breathe, the system breathe, and then plus also, them work out all the little kinks in the PS5 because I know I'm starting to get the feel of it now, where the hard drive space is getting a little too. It's very limiting. Very limiting. Like mm-hmm. I have like maybe six games on there because my wife and I we share the system. She only plays Final Fantasy 15. Thank God, and that's it. <laughs> but I think she also has Devil May Cry Five in there too, and, and I don't think it's a lot of space either because it's still ported from the from the last gen, but it's, it still has some upgrades to it. But um, I have Spider Man, and Spider Man Remastered is like forty some gigs. But Morales, there's two different files. One's like forty something, the other one's like fifty something, and that's because I think 
you have those two versions where you can do the 4K one, mm -hmm. or you can do the one with the 30 frames per second. And I think that's how they're able to get that mix where you can have both now. Mm -hmm. And so, but it's a bigger patch. And then I took out Cyberpunk just because I wasn't going to play it anyway. And that was a huge hit. And then uh, I have God of War, Ratchet Clang, Astro Room. Um, I had Mad took that out. Uh, I have the demo. <laughs> I had the demo <laughs> for Maiden, <laughs> uh, Sound Hill. So I have about 120 gigs. I got, I got, I got enough room for uh, something coming out. Hopefully, I think the next game I'm going to plot buy is definitely going to be Returnal. Uh, I still think Returnal is going to be under 100 gigs. I think because yeah, they're they're still not a triple A game. Mm -hmm. I, I'm still not convinced it's a triple A game. Uh, it's still double A, but it still has that triple A effect to it. It's just because that company, Housemark, isn't a huge like they're not like EA or or other like systems like that. But I feel I feel like it's still going to be about forty gigs or so, forty fifty gigs, no mm -hmm. more than that. So I'm not worried about that. The one I'm worried about is Sound Hill Village, especially with the expanded open world. They're saying so it's going to be like probably around eighty to ninety gigs, maybe. Especially how. It's going to be playable on the PS4, but on the PS5, they're going to have that upgrade. And that upgrade is going to be about 4K, 60 frames, you know. So, Yeah, space is definitely in, becoming an issue. Because every time I'm on the PlayStation Store, I'm like, uh, do I want to get this and take up space? That's why I still have my Pro. <laughs> I still have my Pro and I have my external hard drive where I have all my, uh, on my external hard drive, I have all my, um, my digital games in there. Uh, and then in my other hard drive... For the PS PlayStation Four, was just save games and and games I need to put to the skin and stuff like that. So, but yeah, PS Five it's gonna get bigger. So, because right now, as I say, let it breathe. You know, just let Ratchet Clank's gonna come out in a few more months. You know, PS Five. Mm -hmm. You know, so be happy. Like play play some independent games. Go go back to your backlog and start playing some older games that you haven't played in a while that, that you probably missed. You know, so. But that's just my aspect. Everyone has different ways they play, so I I can't tell everybody. What... I wonder what they're gonna do with that. If it's just gonna be like external hard drives, like they did before, that are compatible with the PS Five, or is there gonna be like an option to upgrade, or just gonna be that's gonna be the option for like the PS Five Pro with a bigger actual? Well, they're probably not gonna do it the drive. same way. They're probably not gonna go about how Microsoft did it, where it's. Um, what do you call it? What's that name? The proprietor? It's that thing where, you know, it's only used for that one company. Oh. Um, um, well, anyway. I know what so, you're talking about. But yeah, the card, the card is only made for, for Microsoft. And I don't think, with Sony, I don't know it's different. Because you got hackers. You got people that, you know, know how to mod their machines and stuff. So they always find a way to get around it. But with PlayStation 5, if they want to keep that same attribute where, you know, you have an SSD card that can, you know, run run really quick and make the games load faster, of course, you're going to have a certain SIM card yet. And, and there's one out there that's kind of similar to what they're doing. Uh, that's what I heard. I'm not sure how much it costs. I think it's around, it's around three to $400. I forgot how big. I think it's like maybe two or three gigs. Uh, two, two or three... Uh, Terabytes, my bad. I was like, gigs, what? <laughs> I think it's two terabytes. I can, I can one do terabyte. one save file. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, but, um, so, I mean, it's getting better. Technology will expand more, and people, you know, will will make this work. So, it's just going to take a longer. Same thing with PlayStation. Same thing. I mean, PlayStation, you couldn't use the external hard drive for a while, right? I don't think. Like the PlayStation 4? Yeah. I don't think you use external hard drive. I think at the beginning, no. I think it yeah, was just, not like, even a thumb drive. Uh, I try to, I try to put some of my saves. I forgot. Yeah, I tried to. What was it? I think I tried to save some files that I, I like screenshots, and uh, I was doing reviews and I was uh, doing gameplay, and so I was trying to upload the feed into the SD card, and it wouldn't let me hmm. in the beginning. I think you're right. I think in the beginning it was really restrictive. But yeah, it's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while. Probably until the end of the year, we'll get some 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 new updates. And of course, that new update is gonna take about another like 
gig of memory. Yeah, how much does the OS take up in the? I think it's ninety two gigs right now. Right? Yeah, it's like almost hundred gigs. I'm like, okay, so I'm down to what six hundred. This bitch. You should really tell me the hard sh- the hard drive size post OS. You know. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that couldn't... Well, see, this this is different. Because I remember when people were getting the PS4, they were tra- trading in their Xbox 360 or the PS3. I sold my 360 to my friend for a few hundred dollars so I could get the 360 or the PS4 and pre-order it. But but now, I think with the pandemic and everything, people just had to buy it straight up. Like, you couldn't do any trade-ins or anything. So people still have their, people still have their PS4 Pros. Unless they sold them on ebay or or offer up or whatever i understand then i mean that's what usually about 70 percent of the community you know that's what they do just so they can make up that loss because you know it's 400 dollars device 500 device yeah so. well the thing the good thing is about if you kept your ps4 you can do the whole um kind of like the playstation tv where it would just you could play your playstation 4 from your ps tv uh, you could do that with your PS4. That's what I, I sometimes I've done it a few times when I've streamed. Is uh, I play off my PS4 because it's on in my stream setup, and then it'll hook up to my PS5, and I'm able to play Sackboy from my PS5 on my PS4. How's it feel? Because I, I tried doing it that feels, one time. It feels good. It feels natural. I have, of course, I have both wired into oh, okay. my network. That's what I was gonna bring up. So that because that makes a huge difference. Because if you're just going off of Wi-Fi alone, yeah, there's yeah. just too many too many things that can interrupt your connection. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, have to, yeah, you definitely have to have them both wired in. And honestly, I didn't feel any lag. I didn't see any issues with the connectivity. It was like okay. I was playing my PS5. The only difference was I was using a PS4 controller, you know, rather than using my PS5 controller, but. That's that's one thing. That's like the number one reason I'm not gonna sell my PS4. I'm just gonna keep it. Yeah. It's because I can do that at least until uh, you buy me another PS5. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Jan. Before <laughs> I buy one with my wife. <laughs> well, now actually, know. the good Put thing is the we moved we moved our TV into the entertainment room or my office. And so now I can definitely do what you're doing with the hardwire and get that. Did you use like a splitter or something on the router? No, your, your router, just use one of the ports on your router. Oh, one well, mine's your... stupid. I have the same. Is it through the, the apartment or? Yeah, it's like, it's literally on the same. You can't connect it up there on the very bottom. Mm-hmm. They have the port there, but it's only for one. So well, I'm see, a splitter. What I have is because my apartment has built in like internet. Like I have to pay through my rent, as I've always complained yeah. on every episode. And it is just one Ethernet port that you connect, mm-hmm. and then but I just connect my router to it, and then from my router, I have uh, it going. I, it goes to like you see the wire from my room all the way to the PS5 there, mm-hmm. and then I have it hooked up to something else. I might just have here. to use a splitter. Yeah. I, don't a, I don't have a router. Well, just get like um, not splitters. What are they called? Uh, switch, uh, Ethernet switch. Mm-hmm. They're like. A good one's gonna cost you like maybe eighty bucks. Eighty bucks, yeah. But you, you got yeah, it's a lot of tacos. <laughs> In taco terms, yes, it's a lot. But it's I might have an extra router somewhere on there. I'm gonna have to. I can give you. Yeah, I'm actually because after this, remind me because I think I do, and it has like the actual power cable. See, that's why you're my tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's all it takes. So, but yeah, everything wired in. It just it, it works smoothly, seamlessly. So. It's like I'm playing my PS5. No no issues whatsoever. So that's really cool. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about the next trend. The, the trend right now is haptic feedback. People are like all of a sudden getting on this anti-haptic feedback. Like they're just like they don't want immersion. Or they want immersion, but it's too much. and they, Or they think it's forced. Uh, well, I thought you can go on your options and take that off on most of the Definitely games, is. right? Yeah, I thought so too. I'm pretty sure it's, a, it's just something you can turn on and off. You know, I know out of convenience you don't like to do that, and I don't want to do that either because I just want to plug it in and play, and that's it. I mean, the only ones I, I've, I've felt it is, of course, Astrobot, of course, because that one's they're trying to promote it, and then also Spider-Man when you're, like, shooting the webs or whatever. Those are the only games that really felt it. Uh, God of War, I don't think so. I don't think there's any. Uh, I mean, you you get the feedback when you throw the the axe and you call it back. 
so awesome. I've yet to feel haptic feedback because I haven't played any of those games that have it. So, yeah, supposedly on some of the updates, like on Avengers, there's haptic feedback and people aren't happy about it. But I'm thinking you can go to options and take that off. But like, what is what is their complaint that it's just not working properly, or they just don't like? They it? They just feel like it's just not action there. I guess maybe it's kind of like it felt like it's more like a generic thing, like a what, like a like it's it's like kind of like like the connect, you know, like it's not necessary. Why have it? My thing is like, why wouldn't you want more immersion? Like, do you remember the Nintendo sixty four when they first? What? <laughs> what? I didn't buy it. I didn't oh like well, Nintendo. I was the Nintendo sixty four player. Yeah, and when Star Fox sixty four came out, and they had the Rumble Pack. Uh-huh. And you hooked it up to your controller, and you felt the vibrations as you're flying uh-huh. uh, the, your ship, and you're getting hit and hitting things, and you feel the man. I love that thing. It was yeah. more immersion for me, and more immersion. And then from there, I think Nintendo was the one that set the set the trend for like the Welcome the rumbling. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, anyway, but because <laughs> from there, everybody followed suit. The PS who I think eventually had it built into yeah. the controllers, yeah. and then from there it's just it's just been the same since the PS2, where it's just mm-hmm. um, that rumble feedback where it just vibrates, nothing, nothing specific. Maybe like a little here and there where they've adjusted the intensity of vibrations, mm-hmm. uh, but now with haptic feedback, it's just more immersive. Why wouldn't you want more? Like to me, yeah. it's like an unnecessary complaint. Like. It's such a first world problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is something they need to gripe about, you know, because I know everyone's still on the train about the whole, like, there's not enough PS5s out there. But if there's not enough, you know, supplies, how can there be more PS5s? You have right. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying, and that's my other thing I want to get into. Now, pre-ordering this device, this PSVR 2. Okay, so, like, hopefully they don't just, like, break it apart and you have to buy the controllers or it, you know hopefully it's all together bundled in you know and, and they probably will they probably will do it and it's a good thing that they do but getting all the accessories might be the hardest thing if you need them because there's this pandemic and there's limited supplies and there been there's also limited places to buy it like the only store i can possibly think you can actually go in and physically to pre-order it is gamestop as the only place I know. Best Buy, they don't do walk-in pre-orders anymore. Um, they did at one point, right? Yeah. I mean, my very last pre-order I ever did for PS5 was, uh, what was it? It was either, uh, I think it might, might have been uh, Madden. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it was. It was for Madden. But before that, I actually did a I pre-ordered uh, Avengers back the very first one. Mm-hmm. I pre-ordered at their store, and they gave me a free still book. Mm. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, that's a feed my collection there. But anyway, I I think when we pre-order online, you know, they have the whole bot situation and all that stuff. So it's going to be like the next popular thing to, you know, Try to sell get yeah. and scam. And it kind of sucks, you know, like it kind of defeats the whole purpose of, of this whole market. And I feel like it might hurt their market too, especially if scalpers start grabbing these devices and flipping them for like double the price, it's really gonna hurt their market. So I don't know if PlayStation is gonna just say, hey, you can only buy it directly from us. And you know, I'm not sure how that'll work. But hey, then you still have bots in that situation, wouldn't you? It's just directly from place from the Sony <clears throat> online. Yeah, it's just hey man, it's just, I hate sometimes like this this whole pandemic, it's been a perfect storm. And I've said that several times in the show. It's just like you, you just throw your hands up in the air, and you and that's it. Because it's just like, they got you. They got you by the balls. I mean, yeah. literally. But, you know, because, you know, not everyone has the availability to go online and, and wait for two, three hours at a time to pre-order something, you know. Uh, there's times where I've missed pre-orders on, on collector editions. I, I really want it. And it's before this whole pandemic. And you just don't have time. You just live in life or whatever. And I miss going to GameStop and, and pre-ordering stuff like stuff like that because most of them they just say no, you can only do online orders, and it might just be an online only online order too Maybe. for that device. It, I mean, things are definitely changing with uh, trying to get pre-orders in on any item, whether it be games, peripherals, consoles. It's just 
it's making it harder for the actual consumer to get yeah. to get a hold of like electronics. Item. Like mm-hmm. collector editions aren't too bad, you know. You can still get them. Like I like the way Ubisoft's doing it, uh, where they sell the collector editions. They do a pretty good job about it. The only thing is you have to get paid up front. That's something that sucks. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I love about GameStop and Amazon. That's one thing I will give to them is is the pre order format that they have. It's you put a little bit as a down or whatever. What is it? Five bucks, and then you make your payments. Mm-hmm. You can take it like a layaway thing. Like before it comes out, just deposit ten more dollars here and there, and by the time. You don't even realize you have it paid off, and then once it comes out, it's there and ready for you. You don't have to, you don't have to uh, fight someone for a copy or, or be there when the doors are opening. You know your pre-orders there. That's one thing I did love about GameStop was their pre-order uh, format that they have. And I wish stores would do that. Like I wish Best Buy would do that again. <laughs> but no, yeah, I definitely don't like putting everything up front because it 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 puts a, a dent in the wallet. Especially in these times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like paying all up front. Mm-hmm. No, nah, Best Buy is terrible with pre-orders. My friend, he tried pre-ordering a movie. Uh, it was uh, the second Hobbit. Mm-hmm. He ordered the Steelbook edition, and they went over there and he picked it up, and it wasn't even available. Like they said, they sold his copy. Oh, so geez. and then I went to go get the what was it? The first Resident Evil, this Resident Evil Two remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went to go pick it up because it came with an exclusive Steelbook. And so I went over there, and all of them were dinged and, and like, scratched, every single one. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. What the heck? And I'm like, you know what? Because it was one of those matted ones mm-hmm. where it wasn't shiny. I like that. It was, it was matted black, very sensitive. But a lot of them, and they were wrapped. They're, they are wrapped. No, actually, they weren't wrapped. Motherfuckers. And, <laughs> uh, and they were just horrible conditions. So I had to go to another Best Buy down the road. I went to the one near Ingram, mm-hmm. and they had one there. It was slightly scratched in the back, and I'm like, I'll take this one. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but in part three, when they remastered it, for and, and they had the exclusive ones too, I pre-ordered it through online, and I got a perfect copy of it. But it was wrapped and everything and sealed. Uh, was, I still have it to this day. But <laughs> it's really nice. It's really nice still look. But, yeah, when it comes to pre-ordering stuff, I mean, you can do it online, but you have to pay up front. Thing, but GameStop, you don't have to. I love it, and Amazon. The save you don't have to do it on Amazon either. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a game, uh, BioMutant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the four hundred dollar uh, edition. It's the it's like this long ass statue of this yeah. giant, and I'm not gonna get it. But I just doubt. I I, I pre ordered to pre order it to see mm-hmm. maybe if it's sold. It hasn't even sold out because that game has been pushed back so many times. Like people don't care about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, but I might not even buy it too. It's four hundred bucks. Oh big ass gosh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know where to put it either. Like, I was under the impression that they had um that you had to pay up front on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that now. Now, if, if it's a direct item, it's available to ship. Oh yeah, then yeah. But if it's a pre-order item, no, no. Don't they give you a discount too? Sometimes on sometimes pre-orderable items. I know books; they do uh, like a five percent discount on a pre-orderable book. Yeah, that was the Assassin's Creed one. I pre-ordered through them. It was a graphic novel, and I canceled it because I didn't have the money anyway to get it. I actually found it in my nearby comic book store, uh, Dragon's Lair, and uh, it's just, it's weird too because like they have all six editions available in Japan, but they're like, slowly letting it go to the US. <laughs> like, bastards. But it's a it's the one the Chinese, uh, the China the Chinese era one with Shio Shio Ju or something. Like that. It's called Blades of Chaos, Blades of something. It's really cool. Yeah. Not Blades of Chaos. Blades of, Blades of Glory. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good movie. Was that Will Ferrell? Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. I guess And that dude from uh, Na- Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to watch Napoleon Dynamite again. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> dude, I love that movie. It's just so funny to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it has that dead humor, that you know, white humor. Mm-hmm. I like his brother. I can give you that. Yeah. I like his brother a lot. <laughs> I like those movies that it, those those have a quiet humor. So there was mm-hmm. one I saw that kind of gave me that Napoleon Dynamite feel to it. Uh, I think it was Shark, Shark and something. It was like these couple, these two people, and they fell in love, and they met each other at some like Halloween Halloween party. There was one on Netflix years ago, probably like it was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. 
It was called Spork, and it had a Napoleon Dynamite feel to it mm-hmm. with a tinge of, like, really small tinge of uh, Scott Pilgrim, just a little bit. Oh, okay. And uh, I can't find it anymore. I don't know if it's available online somewhere, but that was actually a really good little, like, indie movie that Netflix had for a while called mm-hmm. Spork. It was, it was funny. So. Cool. Cool. Oh, man. We're, we're not but yeah, so, <laughs> No, nah, it's all good. No, nah, but, yeah, so we kind of covered pretty much... I mean, we don't have all the details for the. I mean, the you can also go to YouTube and Polygon mm-hmm. and find all the details for for yeah. the controllers for. Yeah, because they didn't they didn't really release a video or anything. They just announced that they they had the were coming out with the controllers, and I was expecting for it to be like a, a demo video or somebody using yeah, it. They're but, not ready yet. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's good to know that those just from the look of it, they they're gonna be tons better than using those move controllers. I wonder if it's gonna be wireless. What do you mean, like the the headset or uh, the controllers? I think so. They yeah. looked like they were going to be okay. I was curious. Yeah, so these were what? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just thinking. But yeah, dude, it's definitely going to be a new a new era for VR. Hopefully, it's going to go in the right direction, and they won't end up dropping. I don't think they'll ever end up dropping the VR because there's a lot of there's a big market for it, and it's just it's really like. One of the directions that gaming is going to be going in is VR. So I think you'll still have the the screen in front of you, gamer yeah. player. That's still going to be going on for probably ever still. But I think there's a, a branch that's definitely yeah, growing. They've always tried to VR. They're always trying to expand expand their horizons because I know with the whole Vita, it 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 kind of like they kind of stepped away from that. I think they regret doing that because. There are companies out there still making physical content for the Vita, and then the Vita was supposed to be an outlet for the PS4. We can do remote play, mm-hmm. and then the controller was supposed to be for also PSVR. That's why they had the light, and that's why people were like really confused about that. Why they had that little light in the front, you know? Oh, but it was supposed to be because I remember I was playing the other day. I was playing uh, uh, Resident Evil Seven on VR. And I was trying to use my Astro controller one levy because it didn't have that the light the light thing, so I had to use the my other PS4 controller. Not far with that. <laughs> Are you but, sure? Sounds like you you heard about it. Yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> felt weird. Kept, I felt I felt a little felt guilty. dirty. <laughs> I felt a little dirty. But I do love the PS5 controller. I just love the way it feels. Mm. A lot of people were complaining about it, like you know they're thinking it was like too jagged or something. I like. I it. think it's. I think it's been like graduated to the Astro controller. And I went to this one, and it kind of like it was a, almost like the same. Like it was almost like I had pivoted. It wasn't like a huge lift for like me. A lateral but it was move. Perfect. Yeah, it was perfect, and it was it was nice. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> 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 but yeah, pretty much uh, after that, I mean, I know usually we get on to uh, platinums and stuff like that. I haven't really looked at too many platinums out there. I mean, there hasn't really been a lot of interesting stuff. But I did see this really cool fact about completion rating and for PS4 games, open world games. And Spider-Man Morales is number one. It's 66%. A lot of it's because, you know, it's a DLC game. It's probably short and it's probably really, really fun. So, of course. And then you got Spider-Man, uh, 50% completion rating. I'm not sure how the completion rate means. Like, if they, like, trophy-wise or if it's just beating the game. I think it's just finishing campaigns. That's what it says right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Third one is Ghost of Tsushima, fifty percent. I'm not that fifty percent. I wish I was. It was a great start. It just after playing Last of Us two and then going straight into Ghost of Tsushima, I should have took that little break and played like a smaller game. But it is what it is. And then after that, it's Days Gone, thirty four percent. That one was awesome. Once you get in there, like it's one of those games where you have to make time and play it because it's just really really fun. You can't just stop and play after like two hours. It's just one of those missions where it's like, the, especially the missions, uh, especially when you get into like in the third part of the phase of the game, you have to have time for it. It's just you can't just stop. I have that game digitally, and I just I played it for like an hour. Yeah, and I'm not a zombie person. I just I mean I love movies about zombies and blah blah, blah but I'm like mm-hmm. I just can't really get into the whole zombie. Yeah, thing. well the hordes, the hordes that they they're very intimidating in the very beginning. And you're like, hold I will never be because like in trophies you have to you have to have a certain amount of uh, 
boards you have to defeat. And I'm like, I can't do that. That's ridiculous. I'm never going to apply it in this game. <laughs> and I wasn't playing on it. And then after I got so into much into the game and I got into like building my weapons and stuff, and it wasn't like so technical. It was just a few things here and there you, you add and you upgrade. And then you upgrade your bike and you're able to move around a little faster and stuff. You're a little more efficient. And it's just like, it just became easier and easier and more fun, <laughs> really more fun. And so I platinum the game by accident. I was like, I was in there and I only had like four left. And I'm like, well, what is it? And it was just a few of the little like personal things you gotta do. And that was it. And it was just really, really fun. Horizon Zero Dawn is right after that. It's 34%. I can believe that one because that map is pretty intimidating. Uh, I beat it, but I didn't do all the stuff. Does so. that include like the DLC or just the core? I think it's just the core because it says uh, based on completion. Oh, trophy completion data. Here's how many players finish the campaign. That one has a lot of trophies. So I don't think it's trophy completion data. Like I think they're just saying like when you get a trophy when you beat the game. I'm hoping that is because I'm not part of that 34 percent because I, I am because I did beat the. I did beat that game. And the last one, and I think it suffered a lot, was Death Stranding. That one, I think a lot of it was word of mouth, like a lot of people who were saying that game sucked. And they just didn't feel did, like... Did you play it? Did you I have it? it? I own it. I And I invested a lot in that game. And I played it and, dude, seriously, like three hours into it. No. It's just so technical. It's very tedious. Like, when you're upgrading stuff and, and, and then you guys, when you're dropping off the your packages... And then when you're picking up more packages, you have to, and then you get like rewards and then you gotta like somehow put those reward points into attributes and stuff. There's a, I don't know what the fuck. I was oh doing. my God. I seriously, and, and I was playing, I was playing, I was playing a lot like in, at night, really late at night. So I was getting kind of tired and I was streaming too. So I wasn't paying attention because I was also talking to people too mm-hmm. on top of that. And so I just got to the scene where I was like, I finally was in my own room, took a shower and all this stuff. It was just like, it was weird. It was just weird. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, I just couldn't get past it. I mean, I think I died once or twice by those monsters, those things, those black, slimy, or some, whatever they're called, smog. And uh, I fucking died. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop playing this game just for right now. And then I haven't got back into it. I, I feel kind of bad. It is what it is. Like I said, <laughs> next year. By the end of next year, I want to beat Death Stranding and I want to beat uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I'd rather beat that one first than Death Stranding because I feel like I might have more fun in Ghost of Tsushima than Death Stranding. I definitely want to give Death Stranding a, a playthrough. But I heard it's different. It's like, you know, it's not a shooter's game. That's what um, Kojima was talking about. Like, he was a little irked about how American gamers were upset. Up, yeah. About the game, he goes, "Well, this is not a shooter game. There are weapons you do. We stun those people and so like that. And it, like for me, I don't mind that because I remember, I remember when playing um, Watch Dogs Two and, and Watch Dogs One. I mean, you can get all your guns by killing people and just stealing their weapons and stuff. Yeah. And you don't have to buy guns unless you want to get like the special ones. And I was getting, I got like half my, you know, half my guns like the first hour and a half from killing <laughs> people." And so, like, you literally have to kill people in the game. In part two, you can make a choice that you can either knock them out or you can shoot them if you want. And I, I like knocking them out or stunning them. And so <laughs> it's just more fun to me. It was more challenging. It's just running and gunning. Yeah, I think it takes a lot. Well, not to dog on any other people that like shoot 'em up games because I like shoot 'em up games too. But I also like the, the different style where it's you actually have to think, have a technique of, uh, Mm-hmm. attacking your enemy it's not just and you're done and you keep going it's more yeah. of a a strategy you know i got that from assassin's creed uh especially on three and four where you have when you when you're going through certain ports and stuff mm-hmm. you have to like choose especially even the current one it's like on origins and odyssey mm-hmm. uh you still have to choose and pick which ones you want to who you need to attack and who's the first one bahala is different the map is different. Like it's just, it's like you have to explore. It's almost like they, they took a little. They didn't take from Ghost of Shima because Ghost of Shima, like when you're when you're going through the map, it starts like releasing more stuff. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're uh, completing some of the missions, you'll be able to unlock more stuff in the map. But Hala's the same way too. You unlock a lot more stuff in the map when you get closer and closer. So it's like it's a little different. 
little different than the other assassins. But yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, I want to beat Death Stranding, but or, or at least play more of it. <laughs> I feel horrible. I, I have like all this like cool stuff from Death Stranding, the game. I feel like, like I'm missing a big piece of the like. I want the story of it. You know, that's why I would want to play through it. Yeah, because like, I and I haven't even looked at videos on YouTube about like. Like what the storyline is, because yeah. I still don't want to spoil it, even though it's been years. <laughs> I love, I love the soundtrack. Soundtrack pretty awesome. If you ever heard that band, uh, band Low Roar, you should hear it. Check them out, Low Roar. It's they're, they're really. Good. I think it's only one guy. Not even a band. It's just a dude. Of, he, I mean, he used like electronic sounds and guitar. It's pretty That's cool. What I need to do is just come up with like a nice little track <laughs> and put it up for like, like a dollar, a dollar thing- twenty on YouTube on YouTube on a. Whatever the youngsters do nowadays, Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> Go on Spotify too. Spotify. Oh yeah, that's right. But Spotify they stream. Somebody pay for it. <laughs> uh, well, they have Apple Music, man. <laughs> Get it for free. So usually after we talk about trophies and completion games, we usually get down to the nitty gritty of saving money on games that you really want to buy <laughs> down in the future. Now, I feel like it's a slow month. They I know every month, probably since like last year, late last year. Now they're starting to have like monthly promotions where you know you can save more money. So they have a seventy percent off right now. It's called Mega March, and a lot of those games I already bought, <laughs> so I don't know the prices. Uh, that I feel like they're kind of not. I think that they're promoting more of the online games because like they have there's a lot of DLC and packs for um, Rainbow Six Siege, so it's pretty interesting. They have. They have the new game passes and stuff like that. And, and they're on discount too. Some of them, some of them range from $9, $9 to $15 compared to like $30 and $50. And then you also got uh, Dead by Daylight. That's a game that kind of died and came back. A lot of people are streaming. Mm-hmm. And I did buy some character stories uh, for last year's stream that I did for for uh, Let's Scream, my, my Halloween stream I like to do mm-hmm. every year. But they they have Sound Hill for free. They have Stranger Things for free. They have the DLC that you can buy you are like half off. So check it out. I mean, they have like Halloween. They have uh, Freddy Cougar. What else do they have? They have they have a few more other ones that are pretty interesting to get. And it's it's a growing franchise. I mean, it's only one game they made, and they're still. And I thought Friday is thirteen was gonna maybe surpass them. And Friday 13 is canceled. I think you can't even play Friday 13 anymore. Really? I mean, they turned off their servers. Wow. Even though they're still selling the game at Walmart. Whoops. They had they had for $5. They have, Well, Walmart doesn't know. But <laughs> they had it for $5. I was just going to buy just to keep it in my collection just to have it. You know, but. When was when has Walmart known anything? I'm just kidding. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. You're right. But that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, like I said, I we do have a special announcement. We are going to be doing. Uh, podcast on Thursdays now, late at night. Keep up the whole PS up all night thing. Yes. Um. Hopefully down the road we'll maybe do some live streams. You know, yeah, just just for be, fun. That'd you know, be fun. Th- yeah. It might just be, just be audio through Spotify or I'm not sure if Apple can do it too. But uh, definitely get in touch with more of our fans and and get more feedback from everybody. Uh, I feel like if we do the evening podcast, I think we'll, we'll have. I don't know. We'll have better stories and more time to hang out and talk. Well, yeah, uh, and then Ricky isn't out <laughs> hoeing about the night before <laughs> and really being an up all night person. <laughs> we can get that same energy, that horrible energy. <laughs> that right? We need, yes. we need that it's energy. Like, uh, no, but also I will be posting pictures on Beefy Gamers uh, on Instagram for new snacks I'm making. Ooh. So the next snack, and I keep teasing them about it for the last week and a half, is I'm gonna be doing a, a Frito pot pie, and that's something I've done did on a live stream. This was like six years ago on on Twitch, and I remember my friend loved it, and I know I've made it several times for other friends, and they love it too. I got a few marriage proposals out of it too. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll be posting pictures. Just go to Instagram.com/backslash/beefygamers. I do post um, game updates and also. Uh, stuff that I'm cooking down the road. Just easy snacks to make. And like I said, this is a very easy snack to make. And it literally takes about 10 minutes to prep. And then about another 35 minutes, 40 minutes to cook. Mm-hmm. Make it really good. So, But again, we'll be sharing that next Thursday. And we'll be posting it. Hopefully, I'll be posting it again 
Mondays. Every Monday we'll have a new podcast show, hopefully. It's been a little hectic here, so. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's, this past month has been pretty crazy with work and kids and, and timing. So, again, thanks for checking out our episode, and we'll be seeing you guys next time.